This episode of The Winding Stairs is brought to you by Fossil Bluff. Yeah. Now, and, and, you know, it's it's funny. I'm glad you mentioned the, the your name, right? Um, I wanted to to dig a little bit deep into it. If you ha- guys haven't caught up yet, it's a play on the widow's son. Mijo is my son in Spanish. Um, it's a term of endearment, like, so widow's mijo is just a play on, on, on those words. How, how did you come about, uh, with that name and how, how long ago have you been using it? Uh, I've been using it pretty much since right around the time that I got raised. Uh, so my lodge had just basically created a discord server for, uh, for officers and members alike. So they had separate section for the officers, separate section just for members and general chat. And I needed a username and everyone was just, you know, doing their names, doing their uh, officer position, so on and so forth. And it's not that my lodge is like uptight serious or anything. Uh, I'm just like extra, (laughs) I'm extra goofy. So uh, I just wanted to make everyone laugh. So I, made my username first thing that came to mind was widow's miho it just had a ring to it and uh <laughs> it's good and it i appreciate it i appreciate uh, it but yeah, yeah they, they they definitely got a kick out of it and uh that was before i was even making uh you know masonic tiktok content at all uh so the name just kind of transferred over did you bring it up to them or did they find out on on their own that you were creating masonic content on tiktok uh for i mean there was like my uh i guess you know immediate circle of uh fr- friends brothers that you know like my coach i've known him since you know we were like 15 uh and then so introducing into like the small circle kind of com- came up in conversation but never I-, I wasn't really like telling people to follow me or outsourcing to like whatever it was just something that i just kind of did um but then that night that uh i received that gift uh was pretty much the first time that anyone at the lodge had even uh heard about me doing tiktok even heard about tiktok in general how cool Uh, is that it yeah it was uh it was it was definitely definitely interesting and plus like i know i have a lot more personality on TikTok lives, my videos and stuff like that. But when I'm at lodge, like when I'm visiting a lodge, my lodge, I'm there to learn. I'm there to mm-hmm. be there and to soak up the experience. And like, I'm not some smarty pants or anything like that. I don't care to like, oh, look what I'm doing on TikTok, guys. Like, no, I'm just <laughs> like, I'm just like, I'm, I'm there. I'm there for the craft and uh, for the experience. And I don't want like, focused i don't like focus being on me in a caught off guard situation because i always get like super brain farty basically for lack of better words i'm glad you mentioned that because um i and i was talking to my wife we were talking about like different uh tiktokers that do masonic content and uh she knew that you were going to come on the show so she, one of the things that she said you know i wonder like he is very prepared when he's recording the the videos and it's it's good information it's delivered 
properly. She was curious, like, how, how is this research? Like, how, and let me ask you the way that I'm thinking about it. Are you studying and coming across things and then say, oh, this would make a good video? Or do you have a question for which you have, you want to create a video and then you go out looking for sources in order to um, prove or disprove whatever you're trying to convey? Uh, definitely a combination of the two. So one of the most interesting things about this is that, a, you know, conspiracy world back then, much more mild, much more dramatic now, right? It's mainstream now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'd, I'd say it's about 50-50 that, uh, you know, some of these uh, conspiracy claims, that, like the modern ones, has sent me down some some rabbit holes that I had to, you know, really dig and really do some, some like in the moment research and make sure like I, I had the answer and I like, but I don't want to go off of my intuition as if that's proof. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I really enjoy having the receipts and as many as I can get because the more truth, the better. It's like, I, I, I approach every situation similar to like, you know, in my own head, if it were to be like a, a court case, if mm -hmm. I'm presenting my evidence, I want to be as thorough as possible. And then my audience is basically the jury. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to get people to see from both sides of the coin to where sometimes, yeah, like I will have to do a little bit of research if I haven't heard of a topic or if I, in my own personal studies, cross something that would answer the question, then I have to go back and find my resources. Uh, and then sometimes I'll just be studying personally and come across something cool and decide to, you know, make a video out of it, get inspiration for content. That's, that's cool. That's a cool process because you're, you're nourishing yourself either way. You're either mm -hmm. starting from the, from the point of view that, okay, I I'm reading, I'm researching and I came across something that I, I, it moved me enough that I want to share it with my brothers that I want to share it with my friends that's root that's i think that's a fantastic dynamic it's not just you learning something but it's like okay how how do i tell my buddies you know that and and there's in your in your head there's something else happening too as you absorb this information and you process it and then convey it to someone else you're further cementing it in your mind just like when we do catechism or we do ritual lectures all that kind of stuff one thing is for you to read it and get a kick out of it. Another is for you to memorize it and for you to deliver it. It just cements it in, in such a way that that that's really cool. And, and I, I, uh, like, I like that. Oh, uh, one, one more thing that I wanted to uh, elaborate on too is that I, I love that you brought that up, that, that last point, because that's one of the coolest things that I've seen because, you know, a lot of last year, and this isn't to like kind of, put me in any type of category but i would get tagged a lot to where like there would be brethren that would be like you know uh brother widow knows like this in and out like and then i would get tagged and you know i would talk to him absolutely yeah yeah like i would absolutely answer the question and i love doing that and but then you like you said the catechism type of scenario or logic is i've presented so many dispellings and debunking there's a lot of brethren that are now making uh content and you know mm -hmm. they're getting in on the fun 
But then they're also getting the same type of people that are coming and attacking their channel. So it's what what really has been cool is sharing the debunking knowledge and stuff like that. Not only is it helping uh, the public learn about Freemasonry, but brethren are now equipped to be able to properly yeah. answer with proof and so mm -hmm. on and so forth. And to see that happening, that's that's the beautiful most beautiful part about it is because people are seeing Freemasonry happen in action with that aspect because yeah. we come together. We're not giving each other secret knowledge or whatever the case may be. We're, we're having fellowship when we are hanging out and who knows where the conversation is going to go. It, but it's, it's always a good conversation. It's, it's, it's genuine fellowship. And then you pass that information from one brother to the next. And then, you know, you've basically started a domino effect where like, oh, that's really interesting. That's really cool. I'm going to go tell my like buddies at my lodge since I'm visiting here and found that out. Yeah. Listen, I, I, I swear to you, I still remember the day that I saw you walking towards the car where Brother Tyler, uh, Brother Harper Crates was. And you you gave him a hug you would have thought that I knew you guys from high school and that like, this was a, a reunion. This was a class reunion for me. It's like, I know you guys virtually, you know, we've chatted here and there and we've, you know, messaged and whatever, but I genuinely felt as if you were super close to me and he was super close to me and you guys finally got to see each other after a long time of never seeing each other the power of of this platform to connect brothers from one place like what are the chances that you and i we're going to run into each other and we're going to engage in a conversation about masonry just organically what what were the chances of that very very slim to none right and here we are we're sitting now having a conversation i'm seeing brothers traveling which is another thing i wanted to talk to you about this interesting phenomena of TikTok travelers. Like I have met with brothers that do TikTok Masonic content, and I'm going to meet a whole bunch uh, this weekend. But like I have, I've had brothers come down to my lodge. I've gone up to brothers lodges and I'm seeing it everywhere. I'm seeing brothers connecting and traveling and getting, uh, getting that aspect that I think is super important about Masonic travels. But here, it's almost like a, like this additional uh, passport that we have. It's like we've, we're stamping our, our travels. W where do you think this whole coming together, uh, uh, like, it seems organic to me, but like, what do you think, what do you think is making that happen? Where you have so many Masonic TikTokers that are traveling and connecting. Uh, well, most importantly, I absolutely believe everything happens for a reason. So I do think that there's divine intervention. Um, and we all know who the most attending member in Freemasonry is, and that's the great architect. Nice. So <clears throat> I think that there is a, uh, a reason, there's a reason that this all needed to happen, that this all needed to come to fruition. We all know from being Masons by, by, bearing witness and going through initiation, passing and raising 
and appendant bodies, if you will, we, we know what we go through. We know what we cherish. We know the ins and outs of our fraternity and what it gave to us. <clears throat> so I think that uh, ultimately, you know, God loves Freemasonry as much as we love Freemasonry. And it was getting to a point that it just had too much negative light. And we, it's, it's honestly, I think that we kind of uh, perpetuated that a little bit. Uh, mm -hmm. Now it's understandable due to, you know, history of persecution and tradition carrying on throughout generations. But, uh, you know, it's time now where the only real persecution that we're facing is online. And mm. other than that, it's really not not nearly as bad as uh, history shows us, you know? True, true. Yeah, we're fortunate about that. And the country that we live in, that we have the liberty to to do such a thing. Because there, there are other countries that where being a Mason has to be a discreet thing. And it's 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 unfortunate, right, that there's so much ignorance out there. So mm -hmm. I'm glad that we're, you know, I'm glad that we're being accepting of what what you and I do. You know, mm -hmm. I do my podcast, my YouTube channel, some TikTok. You double down on the TikTok. You do some Instagram, by the way. Awesome Instagram. I'm gonna if if you're okay sharing it, I'll I'll put it in the in the in the notes. But yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I think super well crafted. I mean, you're an artist. I mean, you you have a vision, so I, I like what you've done with it. But thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, one question I had about the 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 friction. We've talked about the friction that comes from people that are on the outside who perhaps have animosity or misunderstanding about masonry. I'm curious about the internal aspect. Have you faced any kind of pushback, whether locally from your jurisdiction or from the Masonic community as a whole? Can you tell me what your experience has been with that, if any? Um, within my own jurisdiction, it's virtually been nothing but support, and yeah. uh, which has been really cool. And honestly, as far as any pushback really goes, there's only been maybe three times since I've made a TikTok and it was always very minuscule situations uh, where it was a misunderstanding. Like, uh, so it was a jurisdictional issue. And like one, one thing that I can think of was that their jurisdiction didn't allow heavy tattoos evidently. Uh, and, but I had to explain to them that like, well, that may be the case for your jurisdiction. Mm -hmm. but it's not the case for mine. Um, mm -hmm. And as far as I'm concerned, Freemasonry is about the internal, not the external. That's right. That's right. So, I mean, this is a perfect example. As far as content goes, as far as content goes, I mean, people have said like, oh, he's using songs with curse words or like, you know, you get your a bit more reserved type of uh, individuals, traditional type of individuals. And that's fine. Uh, yeah. that's why there's always the, uh, the trial, you know, sometimes you got to agree to disagree. Yeah. You can, you can, you can do this one. <laughs> it's easy. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's... I did actually, I, I just remembered 
I did have to block one brother. Okay. Um, this was quite some time ago, but uh, it, uh, you know, there was never a positive, uh, positive interaction with this individual. It would only this individual would only engage when they disagreed, and it was always nasty. Like he was kind of like not nasty, but just not very brotherly about it. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, well, if you don't like my content, you don't got to see it. Block. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, let's make it easier for people. Uh, God knows I've had to block a lot of people. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Um, but it, especially like for, for us guys, there, there's a stigma, right? That we, we, we have to be strong and guys don't, you know, don't get emotional or suck it up or be a man, but we're human. You know, we're, we're going to have moments of, of sadness or whenever someone disappoints us, it's going to hurt or things like that. And we have to protect our temple. We have to protect our minds and in, in our spirit. And there are people that are out there, like you just mentioned, people that are just, they're careless with how they interact with other people. They don't care that they're hurting another brother or that they're being um, aggressive. So we have to take responsibility on on that ourselves. Okay, well, if you're not willing to, to be brotherly about it, I don't have to be your friend. There are many brothers that I don't have to be their friends. It's not is not part of my obligation to befriend every brother. I'll defend you. I'll assist you. I'll help you if you need me. All of the all of the components of my obligation, but I don't need you in my in my personal circle. <laughs> I don't need you, you know. Don't call me. Lose my number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't don't tag me in any more conspiracy videos because, uh, sorry, buddy. I'm, uh, if someone else tags me, though, I got you. I, I got him. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 very interesting. Um, Fossil Bluff is a purveyor of uncommon Masonic artifacts, a creator of bespoke handcrafted curious creations. Their tagline, gifts for today, inspiration for a lifetime, is more than just a catchy phrase. It encompasses the ideal that results from a lifetime of experiences that reach beyond the ordinary. It is the goal of Fossil Bluff to help you continue your experience through their thoughtfully crafted collection and provide like-minded individuals with items that invoke a feeling of heritage, legacy, mystery, and quality. Fossil Bluff strives to inspire each and every person that finds them with a sense of discovery and possibilities that exist in all they aspire to do. To see their collection and take advantage of the exclusive promotion they've set up just for our listeners, visit fossilbluff.com TWS. I have to say, I've, I've, I've really enjoyed seeing your content. I've heard a lot of good things from, from brothers. Um, it, it speaks for itself. You see the, the response that you get. Um, I do appreciate the fact that you're educating and again, you're bringing receipts, you're bringing the proof you're showing, Oh, this is where I read it. Here's the book, look for it. And whenever someone's making a claim, um, which goes back to, to one thing, in masonry, one of the stances that the fraternity had in general was that if anybody would speak ill about the fraternity or would say things about the fraternity, it was not our it was not our problem. 
it was our it was our mission to still work in the quarries with the brethren and help them evolve, help them grow as man and go out there in the community and labor in in the field. But in a world of social media connectivity where anybody with a microphone can have a podcast or start a YouTube channel, anybody with a phone, which is everybody, can start a TikTok channel and say whatever they please about Freemasonry or any of its dependent bodies. We can't have that relaxed, oh, you know, let it be what it is. There has to be an outreach of some kind where in the midst of all that darkness that's being spread around, there are people paying attention and they know I've met Masons and they're good people. I don't, this doesn't jive with what I know Masons to be. So I think the efforts that you're, you're putting out and some of the brothers that are doing content related to Masonry on TikTok and other platforms, they're doing that. They're, they're navigating through that thick fog and reaching that brother that it's in the middle of it or not that brother, but that individual who is like, listen, I want to learn more about Masonry. Come over here. I got you. Hop on board. Let's get out of this. Let's get out of this darkness. Yeah. So, so I appreciate your your approach about that. I know I had a couple of questions here that I didn't want to didn't want to miss. I was curious about your the your involvement in independent bodies. I have some suspicions. I know one that doesn't have to come up, but I have like what would you say has been one of the most influential appendant bodies? for your intellectual satisfaction specifically that scratches that itch of knowledge or wisdom uh well i'm a little biased with that answer and also because i kind of don't have much of a choice uh it's a uh, scottish right um that's really the only other dependent body that i'm a member of as we speak um i will be going through York right very soon. Uh, I have had some, uh, uh, you know, little birdie mention something about uh, AMD as well. Uh, so, like, but but still, currently as we, oh, and and I'm planning on doing shrine. I plan on doing as much as possible. Um, but I want to, I want to stretch it out, obviously. Of course. Yeah. Um, you, you strike me as prudent in that approach. I, I think you're not prudent, temperate. I think you're right. Am I using that right? Temperate? No, prudent. Whichever. I know you're going to pace yourself. <laughs> you strike me as someone that will, will go and take that to the max and then move on and, and embrace other things. Yeah. And, Scottish Rite really did give me that itch of like where Blue Lodge is awesome. Like it, it just is. That's, that's where you get your, your social aspect, where you get your uh, fellowship, your, you know, if you don't even want to just talk about like esoterics or like whatever the case may be, if you just want to break from whatever, just to hang out with the boys on, you know, one, one night out of the month, uh, that you're, that's where you're going to get like 
your philanthropy and all like every every opinion body has that aspect but like that's really the the core beauty of blue lodge uh and then i, I get my dose of like research and like diving into uh esoteric literature because even like the scottish right degrees is more of like you know they're all moral lessons through the degrees just like in blue lodge mm -hmm. uh but even with the meetings it's very similar to blue lodge and so like you just kind of get your best of both worlds but what i like about scottish right so much is that blue lodge is when you're in blue lodge and then you look forward to it every month and then you're like oh i can't wait it's gonna take another month but I, i'm like i'm excited but the scottish right for me has given me these different uh uh electives if you will like mm. to, to to do while i'm in between you know scottish right meetings or blue lodge meetings and so on and so forth you got master craftsman program mm -hmm. and i've got all three books uh for the master craftsman program and one of them being morals and dogma uh so it's it keeps you busy mm -hmm. and keeps your research up and and then i'm also well okay so i am a part of the research society as well but i kind of count that with the scottish right anyone can join the research society too which is really cool uh, I should probably do a video on that soon because yeah, a lot of the public doesn't know about the research society. So anyone, you don't even have to be a Mason. So I thought that was really cool. Um, and then uh, trying to think if there's any other little side things that I'm doing. Um, yeah, just master craftsman and research society for the most part. But yeah, you basically get that like masonry at home. Uh, when you really want to, uh, you know, have masonry in your life at all times. Yeah. And, and to be honest, many brothers, that's the only meat and potatoes masonry they get is whatever they can get at home. Because many of the meetings, they it's just business or it's just fellowship. And the time that's allotted to Masonic education or any kind of introspection is so limited and so rushed that you have no choice but to, okay, you're on your own. So I, I think, I mean, you and I are fortunate that we're so nosy and, you know, <laughs> curious and like, we don't, we're not waiting for permission to learn. We're, we're going out there. We're trying to find stuff. I feel bad for the brothers that perhaps they, they require a little bit more guidance or a little, okay, here's what you need to do now. And here's what, you know, go here because for those brothers, it must be very frustrating to go to meeting after meeting after meeting and to get just a distillate of, of Masonic education and then to have to wait a long period of time before they get a, another taste of it. Um, but I mean, we're lucky that we live in the time that we do where we just a tool as minute as this one we can reach the knowledge of the universe oh yeah yeah and uh, like another thing to bring up too because i've had the uh uh blessing of being able to meet so many brethren from all over that basically like i've had enough time about a year and a half of like online presence that 
I've kind of mentally just been collecting a consumer report of just, I mean, I'd say at least hundreds, like in the very least hundreds, like as far as comments go, messages, uh, just personally getting in touch, running out to people or running into people out in public uh, that there's a similar thing where sometimes, you know, people join masonry with certain expectations <laughs> expectations and they end up unfortunately feeling like they didn't get that mm-hmm. with their blue lodge experience and it's it's because i think that there's two issues there is that basically it's an it's an internal and an external issue is that we're not being thorough enough on the mentoring as far as encouraging and really emphasizing that this is your path mm. we give you the tools yeah and, and and we give you the lectures but then if you want to understand like you're not coming to the meetings to you know learn the secrets of the universe mm-hmm. <laughs> like you're coming you're coming to lodge for the philanthropy, for what masonry ultimately is, is like one of the major cornerstones of the fraternity. And so you got to be a team player in that aspect. If you're coming for knowledge, that's fine too. But that's the part that really needs to be pushed by the lodge and understood by the candidate that it falls on you. It's basically, here's your degrees. Now you're on your own. Yep. We're not going to tell you what to believe because you know, people already think we're a cult anyways. It's kind of hard when it's like the epitome of here's your degrees. Now leave me alone. Basically, that's what Freemasonry is. Yeah. Freemasonry says, here you go. Now, good, bye good bye. luck. <laughs> come, good but luck. Come, back, come back and hang out and let us know what you found. <laughs> that's, that's true. It's like in, in Masonry, you have these guideposts. Like I it, like the, what comes to mind is the 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 fellow craft degree where you're pointed in the direction. It's like, okay, if you head this way, you're gonna you're gonna encounter grammar, okay, and you're gonna you're gonna have to spend some time there in grammar, so you can learn the difference between than and then, for the <laughs> love of God, and <laughs> there, 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 yeah, there, there, there. <laughs> you're gonna have to continue going in that other direction and hit up logic and rhetoric and oh, by the way, once you go over the hump, you start getting into uh, arithmetic and but none of that is discussed in Lodge. All of that, no. like you're on your own. We strongly encourage you to practice your faith. That stuff happens out there, which is, is one, of the, one of the things that I, I, one of the allegories that I, I enjoy the most, the parallels between the actual Lodge of the Operative Masons and our Lodges. Because I heard... Um, brother Martin Falks from, I think Lewis, Lewis Masonic. I think it's the publishing company. I remember one time, long time ago, he was on an airplane and he did a quick video on the airplane about this epiphany that he had where, yeah, like these brothers would get in their respective lodges, the operative and they would discuss techniques. They would discuss the skills. They would try to perfect what they needed in order to go out into the work field and implement. And masonry, the speculative 
uh, aspect of it has to operate in that manner. We come together as a guild of men who are wanting to perfect themselves, perfect their skills, their ability, so that then they can go out into the world and and perfect the stones that they encounter for them to be able to take a, uh, in Spanish, I like how it's, it's, it's piedra bruta. It's brute stone. It is that is the rough stone that you're going to transform into some of the most beautiful things ever seen. But that doesn't happen in the lodge. That happens out in the field. So absolutely, absolutely. And the the funniest thing, just just to really drive that point home, uh, for one, when I was an active member in like church in my early life, uh, the I. I kind of have a a senseless authority pet peeve. It's like if you don't need to be authoritative, then like I'm not gonna like I'm 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 gonna be critical basically, um, and it pushes me. It pushes me away. So eventually, kind of you know, haven't been a member of a church in a long time, uh, but uh, I also never really like that that's what i love about masonry is that it never told me what to believe it never said this is definitively what you have to believe when it comes to your personal faith when it comes to your studies when like you have to do this you have to do that it's totally open-ended which is absolutely phenomenal on top of that i especially after the second degree i did not own a book basically in my entire life i mean i own like the harry potter series back in the 90s (laughs) <laughs> when that when that first came out and i mean as as you see here yeah. behind me I, I i literally just got a book in the mail today actually <laughs> uh this one is uh freemasonry and catholicism uh the nice. rosicrucian fellowship by uh max heindel and max heindel's not a, a brother uh but as far as i know i'm pretty sure that he obviously was a rosicrucian um, and Rosicrucianism is absolutely fascinating to me, by the way, just going to mm-hmm. shamelessly plug <laughs> Rosicrucianism out there. But, but again, it's, no one told me to do this. No yeah. one told me to go and start a home library. Like I just got fascinated with, especially with old books and everything too. Just like there's, it's just a wealth of knowledge that, you know, we have an infinite amount on our on our phones, our computers, whatever the case may be. But there's just, I, I never really like appreciated the the tangible aspect of like having a book. And there's a major difference between some reading something on an LED screen or watching something on a TV that's literally telling us what to visualize. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the books give you that that brain exercise that Mm. that everyone needs you know it's a it's an organ it needs to be exercised it needs to be stimulated and like uh, growing your imagination like it 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 does wonders and i think that this generation is uh you know my generation uh and younger books are not very prominent and that's that's another thing i try to push with my account is like seek your own knowledge but also make sure you read books yeah no no you do you do an amazing job at that uh, I, brother, I, I want to thank you so much for how generous you've been with your information and with your time. Uh, thank you for coming over to the winding stairs and spending some time with me. Um, the place for brothers to find you and learn more about you 
is TikTok, right? Yeah, that's pretty much. I'm not very active on Instagram, honestly. <laughs> okay, perfect. So, but gonna, but but I mean, by all means, you can absolutely uh, whatever whatever you feel uh, is best. Okay, sounds good. Uh, my VIP people are gonna get your your Instagram. <laughs> okay, okay, sounds good. Uh, but brother, I I really appreciate you. I really admire what you do. Keep on doing uh, the 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 work that you're doing. I think it's it's the kind of work that really has an impact and makes a difference. So I, I, I applaud you for it. Thank you so much. And I greatly appreciate you having me and, you know, even your time as well. Uh, you know, that 24 inch gauge uh, only extends so far every day. So being a part of your time today has been an absolute blessing. So I appreciate it. Likewise, brother. It's, it's been it's been tremendous. And for the brothers out there, if you like this kind of content, I I definitely appreciate it. If you make sure that other brothers find it as well, there's no better way for you to help us move the winding stairs forward than to put putting it in the hands of other brothers that may appreciate Masonic education and inspiration. I want to also say thank you to all our supporters on Patreon who get a behind the scenes look at how we do this the kinds of preparations that that take place here they help us with topic selection they help us with choosing the art that goes into the the thumbnails so if you want to be a part of that exclusive group make sure to go to patreon.com slash juan sepulveda links are in the description i thank you so very much and until next time may your steps be firm and your path illuminated as we continue our journey up the winding stairs this episode of The Winding Stairs is brought to you by Fossil Bluff. To see their collection and take advantage of the exclusive promotion they've set up just for our listeners, visit fossilbluff.com slash TWS.